Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. A beautiful day here in Los Angeles. We're back to weather reports, Jordan. My only concern with the weather today is that I may have eaten too much pie. Oh, okay. Yes, we. I mean, that's surprising because we're doing this around 2 p.m. How much pie can a man eat? Now, Jordan, let's clarify something. Lunch pie? Did you have lunch pie? This is not a, this is not a traditional synchronous broadcast. This isn't the type of program that people listen to as we're speaking. Mm-hmm. So I want to be clear that as we record this, it's my birthday. Of course I've had early pie. Okay. So Daddy wakes up, Daddy gets some pie. Yeah, that's how Daddy rolls mm. on birthday, on Daddy's birthday. So let's, let's talk. Okay, let's run. Daddy hey. doesn't usually refer to oneself as Daddy, but Daddy's starting to like it. <laughs> how about, I mean, this sounds like a juicy topic. Right. How about yeah. we intro the guest a little earlier than we usually do, mm-hmm. which we don't wait that standard 10 minutes while they sit there uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Let's introduce this guest. Right. Let's get into this pie. Okay. She's a stand-up comic, a beloved stand-up comic. She's one of the stars of the television program Corporate on television's Comedy Central Network. She's a favorite of ours, Aparna Nancharla. How are you, Aparna? Hi. Thank you for introing me earlier than usual. What a joy to have you here. We're thrilled that we were able to uh, find some time in your busy schedule being a television celebrity. A busy bee. Now, we all want to hear about the pie, but I have a question for Aparna. Mm -hmm. You are doing something right now that I have always wanted to do, Oh, which is be on this show, first of all. (laughs) I would love to be on this show. I would love to book this. Uh, You are are living in a place that you don't normally live for a showbiz job. You are are a New York person. Correct. A New Yorkie. Yes. And you are living out here for- You're one of the Queen's famous New Yorkies. Yeah, sure. New Yorkie. Um, You're living out here for a couple months Mm -hmm. while, while you make a new season of Corporate- Boy, that sounds cool. I've always wanted someone to put me up in a place I don't live. Oh, boy. Well, I'll take some of the mystery out of it and say that I'm not being put up. I'm putting myself up. How does one arrange to live in a new city for a couple of months? What do you have to do? Well... I guess it depends. I have to. I have some friends who have kindly let me live in their guest room uh, for extended periods. That's nice. But I might, you know, help them out and not just mooch off of them for the interminable future. So I might find one of those cottages or something because I feel like there are enough people coming to LA for temporary work that there seem to be living situations. There's a cottage industry. There's a cottage industry of (laughs) cottages, yes. For you, Jordan, Mm -hmm. is the prospect of being put up somewhere where you have no responsibility for your home Mm -hmm. the most appealing part of this or is the appealing part the adventure of a new city? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and I think that, you know, like I yeah, I I've just I've lived here for a while and I don't I don't want to leave. I don't dislike it. Right. But like a couple months in Phoenix might be fun. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to suggest that someone, you know, that I'll get 
you know, one of these fancy coastal jobs because let's just face it, I'm not there yet. You'll probably be what, like a strength and conditioning coach in spring Ooh. training baseball? That would be great. Yeah. For, I don't know, the Marlins. Right. Let's just Is say. that a coastal job? Uh, I don't know. I guess spring training happens in Arizona. Jordan, I'm not. Oh, that's right. I'm not here to tell you what state the Florida Marlins train in. Mm hmm. Don't... Now, the Miami Marlins at Gas Station TV, if you'd like to sure. issue a correction. Yeah. Um, uh, but needless to say, it's it's not Arizona. Don't I? I feel like this is. I mean, again, not a not a sports guy That's over fine. here. That's fine. Don't I feel like doesn't spring training happen in weird states that the uh, they happens half in Arizona and half in Florida? Of course, oh. you've got the Cactus League and the Grapefruit League. Oh, of course. Okay, you're mixing so, up. so I wasn't totally wrong. That wasn't totally no. a fantasy. No, you're, you're right were. on. You're right Thank on you. target. What what is guest house living like? Well, I'm about to find out, but I think it's you know you're in a little, just a little. I don't, I don't know if gated community would be the right word, but it's just a little, you know, temporary like housing unit. So it's like a little kitchen and a living room and a bedroom. But well, that's nice. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, well, that sounds good. The part that I want of this, mm -hmm. I mean, I like the idea of exploring a new city and sure. all that stuff. But for me. It is the idea of just a place. I mean, maybe it's because I'm a father of three mm -hmm. <laughs> and a husband of many years. But just I thought a, you were going to say a father of I three know. and a husband of many. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought that too. <laughs> uh, the most exciting thing to me is the thought of having a place where I'm free from the burden of responsibility. Mm. And oh. it's not that I want to escape my family. It's more just that I do – there is appeal to me in that hotel room feeling mm. that you get. Yeah, it is. it does feel a little bit like you – a vacation from your regular life because yeah. – but there – you know, my apartment in New York, I'm not allowed to have subletters. So there is this veil of responsibility of just rent – Oh, disappearing yeah. into the ether. It's a it's a double rent situation. Yeah. Could you Airbnb it, or is that also not also? Allowed? I guess no strangers shall occupy it. Mm, sure. <laughs> your uh, your landlord is a goblin. Uh, yes. And he wrote that over the door in runes. Yep. Yeah. So no one can even cross the threshold. Oh boy, unless they answer these riddles three. Yes. Have yes. you thought about a rune breaker or a riddler? <laughs> I I I'll still have to place an ad. Yeah. And with, with Backpages.com down, it's really hard to find a rune breaker. I just there. learned what Backpages.com is. Uh, yeah, I think I, for the folks who don't know, is, as I understand it, Backpages.com was a parallel universe version yes. of Craigslist that was primarily for sex slaves. Oh, right. dear. For horrible, yeah, for horrible and not horrible. I mean, and uh, Prostitution should be legal style yes. sex interaction. Sex of workers. Some kinds. It's both things as I understand it. But the the major concern was with the slavery. Sure. Could yeah. I still use it to get a wobbly dresser though? I think that is what is so strange sure. about it. Is that or it tickets is a, to see Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like it's like Yahoo Auctions Japan or Kijiji in Canada. Mm -hmm. It's like you realize there's this parallel infrastructure. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, the first couple of times I Airbnb'd, I really just treated that place like a hotel room and like wiped my ass with their towels and hurled oh. them across the room. Oh, no. Uh, so yeah, I had to, my first 
Airbnb I ever got, I got such a bad review from the person, I had to delete the account and make an all-new one. No. Wow. Realizing, really? Because I now knew the rules of Airbnb, which wasn't be a, the horrible monster you are in hotel rooms. Oh, wow. Anyway. I think I was raised with such a high... Um, level of awareness of keeping up appearances that I feel like even when I'm in a hotel, I try to make it look like no one is staying there. <laughs> you just lay on top of the comforter. Yeah. It's very strange. I don't know what I'm worried about. Bring your own it'll... ice in from the outside. Yeah. Pack in, pack out. Sure. No, yeah, I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, I had a job for a while where I was... was there's a lot of travel associated with it, so I, mm-hmm. like, I, like, you know, was in a hotel you know, a couple nights a month. And I really, like, it stopped, it went from being this special thing that you did on vacations to just, like, a part of life. And then I think in that, it was in that little window that I had that job that I became a real hotel monster. You made what's called the heel turn. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I was, uh, before I was Hulk Hogan, and now I'm Hollywood Hogan. I'm just hurling towels. (laughs) I like Hotel Monster. That sounds like a movie I would go see. (laughs) I think The Rock would want to be in that, right? Yeah, yeah. Are there movies The Rock doesn't want to be in? No, I mean, I think as long I as mean, he gets I to wear khaki shorts. He's very, <laughs> I feel like he's very charismatic and he can make, like, he's someone who I imagine goes into the audition and they're just like, he knew what to do with the lines. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knew that he should raise one eyebrow hey, yeah. and be strong. Hey, I think we can all agree, and mm-hmm. I don't mean, I don't want to speak for the two of you, but mm-hmm. I think we can all agree in this room that uh, The Rock is great and everyone likes The Rock, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Has The Rock ever had a major role in a good movie? Trying oh. to think. Yeah, what is the like I mean, I liked right. Reno nine one one the movie and he had like a funny cameo sure. in that. Oh, I didn't even see that. That's very funny. No, I mean I think the rock the rock I mean the rock is really zeroed in on kind of like forgettable but impressively made PG thirteen movies. Yeah. And I think that's all he wants to do. People thought that Jumanji, the new batch, was pretty good, right? <laughs> sure, yeah. Jack Black yeah, and the Yeah, it's the merging and... of the Jumanji and Gremlins universe. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I would wager a guess as to say that, and I have, I'm not I'm not a go-to-see-a-rock movie because The Rock is in it. I would, you know, I'm a, listen, if it's a Fast and Furious, I'm there. That's my franchise. Right. Uh, sure. But as far as a Jumanji... I mean, you don't even need to do this show, financially speaking. You control that franchise. I do. I created and... the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. Oh, yeah. I am making millions from that. Mm-hmm. See ya, suckers. <laughs> One day you were just really mad and had the yeah. had the accelerator depressed. And I decided to live life a quarter mile at a time. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that, my story's up on screen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't... There was a brief dip where you became too fast and too furious. That's true. And oh, yeah. yeah. And then... And then little Tokyo drifted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, so yeah, so I will not automatically go see a Jumanji or a Rampage, mm-hmm. but I, I, I can kind of, I feel like I kind of know how these are. Right. But what I want, I don't, I don't think that I want The Rock to be in a good prestige movie. Sure. It's possible. I wouldn't put it past him. Like the Phantom Thread 2? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two it's Thread, Two it's, Furious. It's just him him putting on uh, <laughs> beautiful velvet suits and then 
flexing his way out of them, just flexing so hard that they tear off his body. Right, and then someone has to repair them in the next scene. Right, yeah. Yeah. Just, and it's a little erotic. Too. Yes, there's I don't a, think a tension there. I <laughs> don't think that's what I want, but I could go for a a Die Hard. I could go for a very right. high oh, quality sure. genre movie, and while none of the rock movies that I've seen have been given his enormous charisma and presence mm-hmm. have not been disasters and most of them have been enjoyable sure mm-hmm. i'd say maybe like fast 5 is the closest to this uh ideal but i would love it if i if he was in like a steven soderbergh genre movie that i actually really like rather than one that's okay so i think mm. here's what's standing in the way of that uh-huh like i think someone who kind of travels between these two things pretty well uh, is Statham, right? You get the kind of oh, right. you get the kind of dumb, face kicking, fair, yeah, and also a fast movie, which he's very good in. But then he because because he looks like that, he can put on the nice suit and do the taut thriller with only a little bit of kicking, right? Right. The Rock looks like a cartoon man, right? <laughs> so true. so That's he a good point. So if he just played was in a thing where he was a you know. A a block pick who was trying to get out of the life, you'd be like, yes, but why is why is he a triangle? Was he in that Michael <laughs> Bay prestige movie about like s- stealing steroids or whatever it was about? Was he one of the stars oh. of that? Oh, right, yes, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, I think I that was that. that must have been his attempt. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the film. Yeah, me neither. But uh, Pain and Gain? Pain and Gain. Mm. Uh, that must have been his, which, by the way, does not sound like the title of the film, but the title of a like series of kind of uh, low-rent comic detective novels that you buy at the airport, <laughs> sure, maybe. yeah, yeah. Like uh, they're a duo? Yeah. <laughs> I'm John Payne, and I'm, I'm Gain Johnson. <laughs> maybe a USA Network show at best. Yeah, sure. Um, comes on after Rizzoli and Isles. But yeah, like I, I feel like that was an attempt to make, I think from what I understand, that was a sincere attempt to make a good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, and it was one that took advantage of you have to you have to bake it into the premise that there's a ridiculous cartoon man there. Mm-hmm. I think that's ultimately what you're driving at is there's only so many film setups that can comfortably include a ridiculous cartoon man for sure he's on that hbo show right billions which i haven't seen oh ballers 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 billions is a different show yeah what the premise of that is he's an ex-football guy yeah so it makes sense that he's strong yeah right anyway and rob cordry's in that sure so so it makes sense that that he would be uh uh friends with rob cordry because who wouldn't be (laughs) right that's really fun yeah you know (laughs) he's a really fun guy he seems nice yeah he's a good guy what is your uh Varna, what is your when you when you when you switch out from from guest house living yeah to this other kind of bungalow living sure do you have a dream setup in your mind i like, i want this for the for the 6 weeks i'm in la i want this oh like how i want everything to look and yeah. mm, i i mean i feel like i'm pretty low maintenance in terms of I think I, I've been trying to 
tend towards minimalism lately, mm, but sure. but I think it's because my natural instinct is to hoard. <laughs> uh-huh. What have you hoarded in your life? Well, I think I just accumulate clutter, which a lot of people do, but then I make no effort to get rid of it. Mm, sure. Yeah. You don't do a Goodwill run every couple months. I mean, I've been rescheduling a Goodwill pickup for the last eight months. Yeah. Well, commitment stuff. I get it. I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know. It's mainly that I have this, like, essentially like a chase lounge or like a, it almost looks like a fainting couch that someone left in my apartment from when I moved in, and I still have not gotten rid of it. I'm glad to know that it was when you moved in and not just (laughs) when they were coming over for dinner or something. Do you mind? I just happen to be carrying this. (laughs) Sure. I might get consumption while we're eating. Yeah. (laughs) And I will need to swoon. My bodice is particularly tight today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was a different time. Sure. It was. was. 2016. (laughs) I remember it well. All our courses were too tight. We all had mercury poisoning from our hat pins. Forgot about hat pins. Yeah, it's a good good way to get mercury poisoning. Ugh. Man. You need that fainting couch. Generation Y, man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Always online. These are the iconic features swiping. of Generation Y. Oh, my gosh. Tight, tight corsets and bodices, mm-hmm. of course. Fainting couches, hat pins. This is the shit that we're going to try and explain to our kids mm. they're when they're teenagers. And they're going to be like, what are you talking about? You know, I would think that hats are no longer the thing they once were in terms of (laughs) stature and importance. But then I was at the gym and on CNN it was saying how Melania Trump's hat stole the show. (laughs) (laughs) What show specifically? Reno 911. I guess when the French um, Emmanuel Macron recently visited and it was just saying that her hat really grabbed everyone's attention. And I was like, why are we... Talking about her hat. I have not seen this hat. <laughs> it's just a white hat. <laughs> There's nothing really about She's it that like, I'm I was I'm a good like, guy. I have a white hat. Right, right, right. Yeah. I know we have a perception problem, <laughs> so I'm going to put on this white hat to associate myself with good guys. Classic Western good guys. Yeah, I just associate hats now with, like, the Kentucky Derby or, like... Oh, right. sure. That maybe... is when you will see your meme hats. Or a yeah. coronation. Yeah, or, like, the Queen of England, but not... But nothing beyond that. I'm in, I've been trying to bring back uh, yellow hats for men. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, it really what? helps your like mugshot. Like curious George? You in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Men with yellow hats. Anyway. He also had a jumpsuit on, right? Like he had a one piece. Oh yeah. The man in the yellow hat. Yeah, I believe he did. The man. He should be the like man who casually wears a jumpsuit. That's <laughs> weirder to me. I do have a jumpsuit, so I'm I'm there on that one. A yellow jumpsuit. No, it's a green jumpsuit. Matching hat? Ooh. I bought overalls recently. Oh, boy. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just want that to be my life. You just want to play rock violin. That's a purely, yes. I want to be in Dexy's Midnight yeah. Runner specifically. Oh, yeah. I think I just like, uh, uh, I want that kind. I, here's what coverage, happened. Total coverage. I want coverage. Uh, yeah, I want that kind of baby-like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like toddler. Wait, so you're saying daddy wants to be a baby? Yeah, pretty (laughs) much. Okay. I mean, as I said, a toddler more than a baby. I corrected myself. But yeah, I mean, even toddlers want num nums. 
Sure. <laughs> I think we all want num nums. You know? Well, it's interesting. Like oh, coveralls and overalls, I feel like you see most in babies, and then also in like blue collar jobs, mm-hmm. right? And somehow they've now been firmly embraced by like the the leisure class. Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking about LL Cool J now. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. One I of guess the L stands too. for. Yeah. Leisure. Yeah. Leisure. <laughs> leisure living cool. <laughs> James. James. Yeah. <laughs> J still stands for James. <laughs> I was at the flea market mm-hmm. and I saw three different guys, mm-hmm. all of whom were large. Uh, in in a different dimension, different sure. different relative dimensions. All of them were both big and tall, mm. but some of them were only somewhat tall and huh. very big, and some of them were uh, pretty tall <laughs> and somewhat big. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I myself am pretty tall and somewhat big, and all these big guys are wearing these overalls, and I'm looking at them thinking like, man, they just look they just look like they're about their business. You mm. know what I mean? Like sure. they oh. they are. They are living within themselves. Yeah. Projecting warmth into the world. Do they have a hammer on them on themselves? Yeah. They probably have a hammer. They might. They, they might have a rule. Mm-hmm. For sure. all I know. T square? Could be. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Protractor. Protractor. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. You gotta get in them overalls to find out. Melon baller? Ooh, melon baller. That would be fun. Yeah, that's actually what that pocket on the back. You know how there's those pockets on the back of the leg? Those are for melon ballers? Yeah, that's for melon ballers. (laughs) Wow. Well, there's a a melon baller pocket, and then there's one of those apple slicers that you sort of put on top of the apple. Oh, yeah. Down. Guillotine. The two handles. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of guillotines, there's actually, you know, that loop on the side of overalls. Yes. Uh, That's to hang a bagel slicer. (laughs) What? Yeah, because the concern is. And sometimes you, it's harder to slice a bagel straight. You know, you want to slice it straight down the middle, but yeah. if you're using a bread knife, sometimes it yeah. can be. Oh, it's a mess. Yeah, you got a, got a thinner slice and then a thicker slice. Exactly. They're both bad. So this is for people primarily in the brunch trade. <laughs> yeah, right. So these are yeah, these are blue collar brunchmen. <laughs> yeah, got there's it. a there's also you know on the on the bib in the front there's that pocket there. Yeah, that's for poached eggs. Oh mm. my god. Yeah. I've never poached an egg. It seems very challenging. It seems like an ordeal. I can't tell whether it's easy or incredibly difficult. I've I never done it, and I've never yeah. eaten a poached egg, I don't think. Are poached eggs what's in Eggs Benedict? Yes. Yes. Then I've eaten a poached egg. <laughs> but I've never eaten a poached egg where the poaching is the, is the central. A part of how you make it an egg, when you're making an egg at home. I fry it. Okay. Real easy. Splat. Yeah. Do you, are, you a, are you a flipper? Yeah. Don't you have to flip it? I don't think so. Oh, I guess that's what Sunny Do you have to? I thought you had No, to. I mean, I think that's if you how It depends on how you want that yolk to come out. Yeah. Right. Um, I personally would flip it. But yeah, me too. I don't think you have to. I like to flip it myself. Sure. Apparently, you're supposed to take a spoon and be like putting the oil on top of it while it's sitting there. Oh, if you're not flipping? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's how a... a an internet video where you can just see the hands would tell you to do it. You know where I, you know where I learned that uh, an internet video where Martha Stewart was uh, annoyed with David Letterman. 
<gasps> oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's basically they had a real, my... They had a real chemistry, didn't that's they? My, that's my they favorite type of content, I would say, is Martha Stewart being annoyed sure. with... In fact, that's also my sexual identity. <laughs> Mine is David Letterman being mean to Richard Simmons. Oof. Aparna, now you're a David Letterman, but uh, Jungle Jack Hanna just put a weird animal on his shoulder, right? Yes, that's more my speed. Yeah, we should each yeah. get our own version of Tinder. <laughs> right, yeah. We should, we're just we're on. Yeah. Uh, Aparna, what's on your socks? Speaking of fashion. Oh, I my gosh. I'm noticing sock designs. These are I... very... My friend who I'm staying with, this is her... Dog that she made socks with his face on them. <laughs> That's the dog. That is the actual. dog. How did they, they do that? I don't know. I kind of didn't. And even why are you wearing the socks? I was gifted them. Oh, so you're staying at the house? Yeah. And you're like, welcome to our home. Oh yeah. It's Here not... are socks with our dog on it. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a holiday gift that she had forgotten to mail. Ah, I see. So they were a recent gift, but but overdue, but. Yeah, they, I don't know how you get a, a photo onto a sock. That seems kind of presumptuous. <laughs> do you me. like, yeah, how do you feel about their dog? I like him. We have a very um, tacit agreement that, to um, tolerate each other. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you would want a pair of socks with yes. his face mm-hmm. on them. I'm trying to. Get more goodwill going in the household. Yeah. And I'm sure enjoying the socks, they appreciate that. Right. Like, and oh, it's always nice to see someone using your gift. And he certainly doesn't, can't complain. Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no licensing issues here. No, right. that's good. Yeah. It's not feel like, like for, for a while there were video games where, you know, you would, you would play the Chicago Bulls and you'd have Scottie Pippen and Gil Hodges and uh, uh, B.J. Armstrong and mm-hmm. so forth. But then you would have uh, 23 Mm, sure. Yeah. Because oh. they couldn't get the license to get Michael Jordan's oh, name. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's a thing where you like your pet so much. Right. That you assume everyone else likes your pet the same amount. Jordan, I'm really freaking out about something. I think I said Gil Hodges. That's a near baseball Hall of Famer from the 1950s Brooklyn You did Dockers. say Gil Hodges. I meant oh, Craig Hodges. Boy. Okay. Craig oh. Hodges of the Chicago Bulls. I don't think either of us would have called you on that. I, that's why I had to interject there. Because sure, because I, no I, one was here. You're doing our job for <laughs> us. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. fact checking. Well, I'm I'm just trying to head off at the past, the people sending me tweets. Sure. I get, no, I get that. That's you, you don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about these. Okay. So you've had AM Pi. Oh, yes. right. AM Pi. Well, because here's the thing. My wife and I, my beautiful wife, Teresa, mm-hmm. host of the Smash It podcast, One Bad Mother. My wife and I had what we will call a mental health engagement this morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was not related to strife in our marriage. Okay. I want to be clear about that. Uh, but we had a joint mental health engagement. Okay. Uh, and sounds, sounds kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you light some candles? <laughs> so I strewed some rose, uh, petals, rose petals upon on the, the bed. bed. <laughs> yeah. Or in this case, the Chase Lounge or Fainting Couch. Yes. Sure. Yes. Of course. Uh, we have a Freudian <laughs> mental health. Yeah. Because you might faint if you see that D. Exactly. Um, so we had a we had an appointment in Pasadena, California. Mm-hmm. Um, we go see a little old lady that once a week. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's meaner. Nobody's meaner. Um, and uh, we happened to be, that appointment happened to be right near a restaurant called Pie and Burger, which has hey. been mentioned oh. on this program in the past. Um, and my wife was not only kind enough to invite me to go to lunch with her after that, 
Uh, but she also secretly inv- invited our friend and past guest Ben Harrison hey. and his beautiful wife Rachel to uh, join us for a an adult birthday lunch. Okay. At Pie and Burger. All this sounds sexy, by the way. Yeah. And so that's... adult lunch. <laughs> Very. Yeah. So I went health. ahead and I did not order myself a milkshake, mm. but I drank some of my wife's cherry coke. Yum. And I had myself a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. And I had a half a half order of potato salad. Yep. And mm. then I said, you know what? It's my birthday. I'm going to go ahead and order a whole slice of banana meringue pie. What time What time Yum. is this? This is all between 12 and 12.45. I mean, the other issue is that it's time compressed because right. I had to get here okay. to record this oh, show. Oh, that's right. So I was just you shoveling would still all these be, You would still be eating pie. If not for this. My ideal situation is the way that uh, my friend Adam Katz uh, from middle school spent his college years, which is he and his softball team would go to an all-you-can-eat wings bar when it opened. They would occupy a table, and then they would take shifts to keep their table running continuously through their softball game and into the night. So they would each eat wings, you know, in shifts again, like they'd take a few hours off. But they would be there as a group for 12 consecutive hours enjoying all-you-can-eat wings. Oh, my gosh. Which is immoral. I'll grant you. Is uh, it? Yeah, yeah it's an un- I think it's an undue burden on the service That's staff. That's true. Uh, Aparnit, are, uh, are you planning on visiting Pie and Burger while you're in L.A.? I, do, I, I did not know about this establishment. Is it famed? Uh, we Jordan and I once had... One of I think the most important conversation we've you know Jordan and I have known each other for mm-hmm. almost twenty years now. Yeah, and one of the most important conversations we ever had was where I was complaining that there was nowhere in Pasadena to go uh, for dinner on a date with my wife. Oh, okay. Um, because you know when you when you have kids that the stakes get much higher. Sure. And you also can't when you have a baby you can't go that far away because if something happens with the baby you have to be able to get back. Right. And so we wanted, like, a nice restaurant, and we thought, well, Pasadena's right near where we live. It seems like a place that would have nice places yeah. to eat, but it had been hard for us to find a nice place to eat there. And I said to Jordan one day, I said, I complained about this situation. I was like, I wish I knew more nice restaurants in Pasadena that I could go to where I would feel like I was having a fancy dinner out that made it worth spending $125 to have a babysitter or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he said, well, I feel like the food's pretty good in Pasadena. And I said, I don't know. I mean, there's Pie and Burger. And uh, Jordan was kind of quiet for a minute and <gasps> said, yeah, I guess I'm just thinking of Pie and Burger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pie and Burger is a world champion restaurant. Oh, it's, wow. it, And you know, you know what they uh, serve there? <laughs> I uh, have trout. two Only guests. trout. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll throw Himalayan Cafe in there. If you're ever in Pasadena, hit up the Himalayan Cafe. Delicious. Do they have Momo? Is that right? Oh, I don't know. I did not order Momo. What is Mo- I guess Momo? I Momo, I think, is, is the um, dumpling. I think it's what they call in Himalayan cuisine dumplings. Oh, Momo. Boy. I did have I did have something like that. I don't okay. know if it was called a Momo, but it's very good. Yeah. Mm. Pie and Burger, a classic, a classic California cheeseburger. Yeah. You know, with a nice soft sweet bun mm. and a uh, little bit of the old. Uh, Thousand Island dressing or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's a that's a world championship restaurant. And so for that reason, I felt like in order to make that count, that I was having, I should order, sure. and I ate the whole slice of pie, and it's a, it was a sizable pie slice. Aparna, I guess I'm not sure how old you are, but do you still do birthday shit when you have a birthday? 
That's a good question. I think I, the, uh, my boyfriend who I've been dating for almost two years now, he's a big, like, date celebrator like birthdays okay. anniversaries i think before that i i wouldn't have but now i feel like since i have someone who gets more excited about them than i do now i feel like oh let's do a thing sure yeah yeah i think in my life i would gladly slide into inaction in all areas <laughs> me too like just into a nice tepid barely passable <laughs> in every sure. category yeah that is a that is a that is an odd thing about Single dumb is like going like, well, <laughs> I should create some fun. I, I sh- if I don't, I'll just play this new God of War, which is really good. But then right. I'll feel bad after a few hours. What's fun? Yeah, there is that kind of weird. Yeah, like, I think for sitting my down at a drafting table. Anyway, past few birthdays, I've tried to organize like small gatherings, like a dinner or like drinks. But I guess sometimes you're like, who is this for? Sure, yes. Are, are, is everyone else enjoying it? Right. Am is I enjoying it? Am I just looking for somewhere to invite Ed Koch to since <laughs> I got Ed Koch's phone number? <laughs> right. What is, Ed Koch might be dead, right? Former New York mayor Ed Koch. I don't understand oh. any of this. this wait, a part of, do you know Ed Koch? I don't, but I Oh, Ed Koch just... was a famous irascible mayor of New York. Yeah. If you had his number, you'd want to have, have a social event that you could invite him to. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. It all so, makes perfect sense, so, Jordan. So that was just the most out-of-nowhere pull. <laughs> and it was not related to something about a partner that I don't know. No, it was just an example of someone where if you got their number, you would have to invent a social oh. Context oh, yes. in which to interact okay. with. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, I'm putting this together. You I can't mean, just invite Ed Koch over for a barbecue. I guess not. You the guy's it. irascible for sure. one thing. <laughs> I guess I know that name because because Letterman would make jokes about him. Right. I feel Oh, like that's right. That was a that was a big that was a big thing it, uh, for me at like the height of my Letterman fandom was just like there are things I know about because Letterman makes jokes about them. Yeah. Like Mary jo- Mary Joe Buttafuoco. Yeah. Mary Joe Buttafuoco is such a. It's a great name. Yeah. So... How how tempting would it have been to do only Buttafuoco humor <laughs> in the Buttafuoco era? Yeah. Just because you want to say it has butt in it. Sure. And fuck. Sure. It's too and much. And it's mellifluous. You think it's, it's too much? It's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, it really I think is. So too. Are you originally from the New York area, Parna? No, I'm from the I don't know uh, D.C., which is that the Mid Atlantic? That is the Mid Atlantic. Okay. Are you from Washington D.C. proper? The suburbs. Which which suburbs are we talking about, Virginia? Virginia or Maryland? Virginia. Oh. Yeah. Right so outside. Nova, as I like to call Nova. it. Nova. Mm. People there call it that, too. Yeah, it's a weird name. <laughs> it is weird. It's a little odd. But yeah, I lived right near, I lived in McLean, which is where I guess the CIA is. Yeah. yeah. I guess the same. <laughs> Are we right, Jordan? I guess. <laughs> okay. You guys are right. Um, is that where your family still is? Uh, yeah, my parents live in Arlington. Oh, yeah. that's fun. My own mother is from Arlington. What? Guys, yeah. this is great. I know. This is this is why this you podcast is... for moments oh. like this. Well, this and discussing restaurants in Los Angeles. <laughs> that's of true. Course. Yeah. Of course. Or the suburbs around Los Angeles. Wait, right. I have a question. Would you have if for your birthday would you are you 100% pie all the way or would if cake had been presented would you you have been like, well, then cake of course. No, I I am <sighs> 
<sighs> Here's the thing. Sure. I now we're, but and thank you, Aparna, <laughs> because now we're gonna get into it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this has been kind of fluffy, fun conversation. Well, but now I, we have I, some substance. We're skirting around. Give the me a real second issues. to turn my turn my chair around backwards <laughs> yeah. so I can straddle. Real it. talk. Um, I I like cake fine. Okay. And I, my favorite cake is chocolate cake. Yeah. Which I cannot eat. Oh. Because I cannot eat chocolate. Oh, no. So, because you are a dog. <laughs> <laughs> you will die. Well, I'm half dog half on dog. my mother's side. The of, course, of course. Oh, sure. Of course. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, so, ultimately, like, to me, ice cream is king of desserts, full stop. Sure. No question about it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, and so either of them I would like to have with ice cream. Yeah. But I'm not, I was, as I was thinking about this cake that's sitting in my stomach mm-hmm. like a giant pie. gelatinous, yeah. oh, the pie that's sure. in my stomach like a giant gelatinous, I don't think there's a pie that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I like a home run pie. Mm, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that there's there are wonderful cakes in the world. Sure. That may even be a more refined and beautiful experience than eating even a pretty good slice of pie. It's possible. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. I haven't had these cakes, but <laughs> I can imagine them with a very fine crumb or something like that. Sure. A light fine mm-hmm. crumb. I fondant. Think... Fondant might be involved. <laughs> there could oh, be fondant. fondant is not for eating though. That's I feel true. like fondant is only for presentation. Yeah. It's oh. not that good. Shit, man. I got high the other night and just squeezed a whole <laughs> tube of fondant in my mouth. <laughs> uh, my my friend from high school, Jasmine, is one of those bakers. She's a, she has a career as one of those bakers oh. who only bakes cakes for special events. Sure. And among other things, she's a... Like for a bachelor party, she'd do a cake shake by boobs? Uh, yes. Okay. Or for uh, Willie L. Brown Jr.'s retirement party, she would mm. bake a cake shaped like the Golden Gate Bridge. Thank you very much. Sure. She's also extremely classy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the boob yeah. cakes too. Um, and I have, a, I have a lot of respect for that. Sure. You can't make a pie that's shaped like... She made a, a cake that looked, sincerely in a photograph, appeared to be a... A pair of Timbaland boots. Mm. Whoa. And I was like, this is awe-inspiring. Uh, but I, I almost always would rather have pie, right? I mean, like, pie is better, right? Parna, do you come down on, on this issue on one side or the other? Well, I once had to debate for the um, the superiority of pie over cake. What was the situation? High school debate? No, it was this show. You were running for governor. It was this comedy debate show called Uptown Showdown that mm-hmm. they do in New York. And uh, they made it into like a television show that was on CISO called oh, Debate Wars. Sure. And I debated for Pi along with Guy Branham. Oh, wow. You were on a team or you yeah. were against him? Okay. No, we were both on the same team. And I... Thank God. <laughs> I know. So listen, You're I mean, I know me. this was on CISO, so everyone saw it, but... If for some reason someone didn't, can you walk us through the argument you guys made? I think we made the argument that pie is the underdog and cake is... I think we essentially argued cake is the patriarchy. <laughs> wow. Well, or yeah. cakeriarchy. Oh, wow, sure. yeah. Does, yeah, it does sound You really similar. went fourth level on it. We really <laughs> dug in. Yeah. I or, mean, that's... That, I can't speak to your strategy, but I, that adds up to our friend Guy Branham's oh, strategy. Oh, sure, yeah. He our did friend, the closing lawyer. argument. Yes, yes. And uh, 
He did. Constitutional yeah. enthusiast, I think, right. would be a oh, fair way to describe it. Yeah. Court junkie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you win the debate? We did. Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. So I feel like it, for that reason alone, I come down on the side of pie. I feel like, and I think this is a battle as old as time itself. Right. I don't think I have met a passionate cakey when this comes up. Yeah. Have oh. you guys ever met a were at this thing were there people who were like screaming for cake? No, but and I think that's a good point because I think cake and that was kind of our argument is like cake is so much the default that people don't even really have a strong stance on. Right. It's yeah. sort of like the Paul Blart of desserts. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. You can't make a it's sheet like a slice of blart. You can't make a sheet pie. <laughs> Right. right. I think that's one of your sure. big issues. Yeah. Is that if you're looking to, if, you, if this is an office birthday situation, there's yes. 40 people who need pie. Well, hell, you're going to have to bake eight, ten pies. Yeah. And also, I think, you know, the wild card is always that pizza is technically pie, and then you oh, get sure. you get to claim all of pizza. And I have I have also heard when this comes up, pie folks... Mm-hmm. We'll also throw cheesecake in. Oh yeah, which is maybe technically a pie, and I feel like that because because cheesecake people are so intense. And as a cheesecake person, I'll yeah, I'll put myself in this. There's in this a zone whole factory that yeah, that will just tip things to pie if you're throwing in cheesecake That's and a pizza. Good point. If yeah. you threw in spaghetti, well, then there'd be two factors. <laughs> two sure, factors. Yeah. Yeah. One old and one standard. Yeah. Which is good for the economy. Yeah. It's about time manufacturing got back to America. Yeah. yeah. Coal, oil, Cheese. cheesecake, Cake. old spaghetti. Old spaghetti. <laughs> Old spaghetti. You think the old spaghetti factory specialized specifically in aged spaghettis? Uh, yeah, I think probably. You know, barrel aged maybe. You put it in a nice oak barrel. Get those it absorbs notes. some Get of the flavors. You gotta have notes. Yeah. Love those notes. What's your favorite note, Aparna? My favorite note? I'll go with C. Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's sure. That's a great note. Yeah. Of course, I like dough. That's a deer. <laughs> right. Female oh, deer? Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, I'm going to go Secret Admirer. Yeah. That's my favorite. Ooh, that's a good one. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, we have a sponsor on this week's program. Of course, we're grateful every week for all of the Max Fund members who have gone to MaximumFund.org slash donate and support our work each and every week. We're also supported this week by our friends at Stitch Fix. You know, Jordan. Yes, Jesse. As our friends at Stitch Fix always say, mm-hmm. when a problem comes along, you must stitch That's it. true. They do say that. They I say don't know if it's legal other. for them to say that. It's almost weird the extent. To, they just say it back and forth to each other. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of upsetting. Yeah. Here's what Stitch Fix is. Yeah. Other than a, a company that maybe doesn't know that we've come up with this slogan for them. Yeah. Uh, Here's what Stitch Fix does. You answer some questions about your personal style on their website, and then they will send you cool clothes that you can try on, and you only pay for what you keep. Yeah, and they'll they'll switch sizes for you. Shipping's free both ways. It's easy. They pick the clothes for you. Like, I'd go to the website, go stitchfix.com slash JJ go. I'd go there. I type in my personal style, say biker babe. <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> I I'd put in my budget unlimited. Yeah. Uh, and then I would go ahead and, and they would pick out five brand new items for me. I mean, they actually did this for you. You got some clothes that you love. Yeah, no, I'm a Stitch Fix user and I like it a lot. I always love getting that box and it uh, feels low pressure because I'm only paying for what I keep. They're called fixies. Fixture, yes. It's yeah. a it's a bike with no gears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a nice box from Stitch Fix. Uh, get your fix whenever you want or sign up to receive scheduled shipments the choice is yours. Hurry to stitchfix.com slash JJGo to get started now. You can keep all five items you receive, and you will get 25% off your entire purchase if you do so. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. And I'm a Parnincherla. I'm Jello Queen. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Sure. That's sure. a real solid nickname. Do you, do you like Jello? No, I really panicked in the moment. <laughs> it did not show oh, at all. Yeah. I'm glad you're being vulnerable right now because I, you know, I, in that moment, saw you as cool as a cucumber. Oh, whoo. Yeah. I thought you seemed like a real JQ. What's that? Jello Queen? Oh, right, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty Jello Queen move. If you have a choice between Jello with things suspended in it and Jello with things not suspended in it, no things suspended in it. Whew. I don't love Jello, period. Me neither. I'll eat a jiggler. If uh-huh. a jiggler is presented, we had right. a lot of jigglers growing up. Right. Um, but really fun commercials for those. Um,. Did it have a song? Seems, uh... Yeah, there was a song. Jigglers. <laughs> you gotta jiggle those jigglers. I am stuck on jigglers, and sure. jigglers stuck on me. <laughs> it's jello that looks like stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but in general, I don't really want to have jello, so I would go nothing suspended. But uh, you can kind of go with jello, you gross. can kind of go. Until it's like a liquid. Oh, yeah. that's, that's really true. fun. That Texturally, I guess. I love. You can that. also do that with uh, packing peanuts. <laughs> Less sugar too. Yeah, especially that's if there's those corn kind. Those are biodegradable. So nice. Yeah. Get nice and smooth. <laughs> yeah, smooth in your stools. <laughs> <laughs> when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun. That's two zero six nine eight four four F U N. You know, Jordan. Yes. A couple of people have actually already called us. Why don't we listen to one of them? That'd be great. Um, hi, Jordan Jesse Go. This is Ben in Omaha calling in a momentous occasion. I was just walking on a trail outside of work, after work, and saw two Canadian geese just ripping at each other, fighting, pooping the entire time. Then, as I was about, and then as I was about ten feet away, those little fuckers started chasing me. And then when I was around the next bend, another goose started chasing me. So, yeah, that was great. All right, thanks. Love the show. God, Omaha must be great. Yeah, sure. This guy's fucking attitude about this is so golden. Yeah. Do you, I mean, it's, do you, I don't don't know a lot about geese. Uh Uh-huh. I'm not a geese scientist, Mm -hmm. but. Would you say you're down for goose? (laughs) 
No, oh. I would not say that. I would not. Okay. I would never say that. I would never say that. <laughs> Anyone who says that is Got wrong and should it. not have said it. Got it. I would never say that. Never. Got it. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Don't lay an egg, buddy. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh. Uh, it sound. Do you do geese? It shit aggressively? It sounded like the shitting was part of the fighting, or was that involuntary? Have or are the ever, geese sick? Have you ever fought? If I like I've had like I've had like schoolyard Brawls. Brawls. <laughs> I wouldn't call them brawls, but what's one step below a brawl? Scrap. A scrap. A I've fracas. had a scrap. What about you, Aparna? Have you ever been in a fight? I think I, the only person I've physically fought with was my sister, maybe when we were really little. But I think I bit her when I was mm, quite sure. small. Yeah. She does not let me forget it. Yeah. Does she does, is there a, is there a mark? I don't think there's a visible mark, uh, but there's clearly some kind of an emotional mark. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that. you're a real emotional machine gun. Yeah. I mean, in, I when it comes to non-physical fighting, you're just you're destroy everything around I'm you. I'm really just a Jedi. Sure. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been in a couple of scraps. Nothing too noteworthy. I mean, I have never been in a fight either. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever really been party to a fight. Not just – I haven't even been directly – I haven't been next to a fight. I haven't closely observed mm-hmm. sure. a fight. <laughs> you haven't shadowed a fight? No. <laughs> Not even on Take Your Daughter to Work Day. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I – I think it's possible that when you get in a real fight, you shit you yourself. You start shitting. Yeah, just because you're focused on other things. Right. I think it would be a really great tactic to pull out in one of the final rounds. Oh. Yeah, sure. Like possum style. Yeah. Yeah, like a... Uh... You've always got that ace in your hole. <laughs> <laughs> your butthole. Sure, yeah, your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did anyone else think of Wild Goose Chase as he was telling his story? It sounds like he got himself involved <laughs> in a wild, wild Goose Chase. They could have been domesticated right. geese, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So we don't know if they were wild. I've never been to Omaha either. Yeah, sure. Here it's great. I hear it's a great town. I feel like I have I have heard so many goose attack stories that yeah. when I say anything that resembles a goose, I automatically will like go the other way. But a goose can't. I mean, a goose could attack you, but it's not. What's it going to do to Nip you? Nip my testicles. <laughs> okay. A fair That's point. A pretty I don't need that. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. I do not need that. Life is hard enough already. I don't need a goose to nip my testicles. That's why you, you got to wear that. You got to wear an athletic cup when you're goosing. <laughs> sure, right. right. When I'm walking near a pond, I have to put in a cup. <laughs> well, you should already be wearing a cup when you know you're going to be goosing. Sure. Are swans also mean? I think swans are also mean. Yeah, but I beautiful. think the whole family well, is very <laughs> cranky. I don't, find, I don't find them beautiful. Why wow. are they so cranky? <laughs> Real birds have curves, huh? Thank you, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why they're so cranky. Because ducks are not known for being cranky. Ducks are nice. Yeah, is ducks it... are pretty chill. Well, sometimes they can be a little daffy. <laughs> God, what a delete. Okay, delete the show. Delete the whole. I'm yelling at our engineer. Delete the whole show. It's my birthday, baby. I'm doing it my way. Daffy is an underused adjective. The only time I've seen it used not in regards to ducks was I saw it on a poster for some New York theater show, and they said 
positively daffy. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. I do not want to see that play. I know. Wow. There are a pair of legendary baseball brothers, uh, one of whom is in the Hall of Fame and one of whom was a great pitcher, named uh, Dizzy Dean and Daffy Dean. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> and that's as good as it gets. Yeah. I wow. mean, that, well... There's that. There was that one guy who played for the A's for a minute, whose name was Country Breakfast. Mm-hmm. But Whoa. besides that, uh, Dizzy and Daffy Dean are about as good as it, it sounds can like get. a 1920s comic strip. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. Like and if you name your kids Dizzy and Daffy, I mean, what are your hopes for them? <laughs> I mean, you better hope they've got a screwball, right? Yeah. 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 Or they <laughs> dress like Napoleon, <laughs> yeah. as as all old time crazy people do. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, why was that the go to? Because you're right. I think when we were kids, when someone went crazy in a cartoon or something, right. they would dress like Napoleon. Where did that come from? I had a crazy landlord mm-hmm. when I was a kid, mm. and the two craziest things he did. He owned the apartment building that my dad that I lived in when I was with my dad. Mm-hmm. And it was not a, it was not a luxury apartment building. That's it's sure. a fair description of this apartment building. And um, once we came home, and it was the it was on a hill, so it had one of those kind of like you know when a big building is on a hill, it has like a stripe across it of hmm. like facade that gets it parallel to the earth rather than parallel to the hill. You know what I mean? So there's like a triangle, there's like a right triangle, oh, okay. and then it yes. goes straight up from yes, there. Yes, yes. So he had painted that forest, spray painted that forest green, high gloss forest green, and then the below that part was spray painted like hunting safety orange, <laughs> and like very well, carefully, but also not house paint. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like carefully done, but not appropriately done, and he was, I believe, uh, a South Vietnamese Army veteran Mm -hmm. and would wear his outfit often, very often, and he was definitely insane. Okay. I mean, he must have been not insane at some point because he had a whole apartment building. Yeah. But he was definitely an insane person. A landlord seems to be a job you can hold down and be bonkers. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. I have had some. I've had some. I've had some. Some <laughs> of those. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I would actually like love to know the origin of the cartoon character dressed as Napoleon to signify that he's crazy. That's I don't something... know this trope. I think. Oh yeah, I feel like that was yeah. I mean, I guess I remembering like Looney Tunes and stuff oh, growing up. Oh, got it. Like when someone goes crazy, they put on a Napoleon hat. Well, anyway. one of the one of the most famous historical San Franciscans, a San Franciscan that is very beloved in the city, is a man named Emperor Norton, mm. who I believe it was around the turn of the twentieth century, just before the turn of the twentieth century, declared himself to be the emperor of San Francisco. Ah. And wore a Napoleon outfit everywhere and just had people comp him meals. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah, he was like famous for believing himself to be the ruler of the area. Wow. So is it from that? It, I don't know if it's from that. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it might well be. It could yeah. be. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was also uh, a, a man named Napoleon Bonaparte. Okay. Who often dressed like <laughs> Napoleon. Huh. And it might be from that. Could be. That's true. This guy sounds like a real nut.
Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> uh, Couldn't escape if he wanted to. Sure. Uh, we got a couple more calls, don't yeah, we? Yeah, let's take another call. Jesse, Jess, this is Ben calling from Austin, Texas, with a momentous occasion. I left to work overnight at a gas station at 9.30, and it was very dark. This will be important later. Anyway, I got there, started cranking some old Jesse Jordan Go episodes, uh, trying to get through that back catalog. At 11, my girlfriend calls me and says she left her $800 laptop sitting on the porch, and she thinks it might be stolen. Around midnight, I went outside to grab a box cutter from the car and found the laptop sitting on my trunk. This had been through eight miles of numerous stop signs, stoplights, and on the highway, and it was still there. Hard as a rock, wet as a river. That's gorgeous. Is the dark was the darkness important to that? Maybe it wasn't. He's like, this day was dark. That's going to be important later. Was it? I think the band, the darkness, was important to that. <laughs> sure, yeah. I no. thought he meant later, like later in the day. Oh, yeah. Darkness is important. That's sure. <laughs> oh, that's true. How do you know it's night? It's a I key took part a very of, poetic interpretation of this kind of understanding the idea of, <laughs> of night darkness. of nighttime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. or maybe even just kind of in a larger sense of what you're saying is yeah. that you know that there are only there's only joy because we've experienced darkness. Exactly. The only reason that we feel joy of be, of, for anything is because exactly. we've seen darkness. Wow, this was a deep call. I had no idea. <laughs> No idea it was so. You know, they say it's always darkest before the dawn. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who dawn is. <laughs> right. But something to consider. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I and I appreciate that this guy was cranking Jordan Jesse Go. Right. I think yes. I believe he was cranking Jesse Jordan Go. That's <laughs> true. Do you have another podcast uh-huh. with a guy with my same first name? It's Jordan Morris, the soccer player. Oh, ah. oh boy. I, he's good in everything. Yeah. Um, Especially the junior national team, huh? That that in particular. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can crank the show, but do not crank it to the show. Ooh. I oh, disapprove. Yeah. I disapprove of masturbation in general. I approve. I don't want you to. But we need to agree on this. This we need Sometimes, to have a united front. Mm, you can't. But here's the thing. I I think that this is either a, a a crank or no crank situation. I don't want you to, and I here's where I agree with you, Jordan. Okay. And I think we should focus on our common ground. Sure, I think that's what's wrong with these clowns. <laughs> okay, no, get off on one of your classic jags. Uh, I think we should focus on our and our common ground is right. I don't want anyone to send us evidence that they've cranked it. No, mm-hmm. I don't no. want this to call and let us know that they've cranked it to the show. No. I don't want any photograph. I don't want sure. any dick pics uh-huh. or Mm-mm. or bean flicks. <laughs> sure, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want. A good, good rhyme. I yeah. thank you. I don't want any of those things. Mm-hmm. However, if now I'll take if a that's what you- <laughs> <laughs> I'll take one or two. Okay, so we disagree I'll on take, both well, parts. Boy, yeah, we. You're ready to see dick pics and bean flicks, sure, mm. but you are opposed to people cranking it to our program. Whereas I'm. You know, at the end of the day, it doesn't bother me if if what you need to gain physical and emotional satisfaction mm-hmm. is to listen to Jordan Jesse go and crank it. That's your that's your thing, dude or lady. Mm-hmm. That's your thing, non-binary person as well. I'm also including any person can pleasure pleasure themselves physically to Jordan Jesse go. And it's fine with me as long as you don't tell me and you don't send me any pictures or evidence or anything like that. Yeah. 
Or what if you have a playlist on and it's a song and then for some reason, due to a glitch, it starts playing an episode? You don't have to stop. You don't have to stop. Right. So if you're listening to some classic cranking music like Like The Darkness, (laughs) (laughs) joke (laughs) glam rock band from the mid-2000s. Exactly. Yeah, joke queen. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean... uh, I mean, I'm probably there listening to like uh, "Anytime, Any Place" by Janet Jackson, right? Sure. Isn't that what you crank it to? It's an arousing song. You know what I crank it to, of course? Huey Lewis and the News Sports. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Alexa, play Huey Lewis and the News Sports. <laughs> there you go. Little treat for all you Alexa users out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, can I just say, Huey Lewis is in our thoughts. Oh yeah, sure. He's has some sort of throat issue. He has an ear condition mm-hmm. that has led to him. Uh, but how's his throat? Uh, I think he has some seasonal allergies, cool. but they're under control. Can he go to the same doctor to look at both these issues? <laughs> yeah, Dr. Vinny Bombats. Okay, yeah. I was thinking of the ear, nose, and throat doctor. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's an ENT, Dr. Bombats. Who is that? I know that's something, uh, that something, but I don't know what it the, is. That is uh, Rodney Dangerfield's imaginary doctor oh. that we were talking about on the Tonight Show. Ah, I, I was just yes. watching. Okay. I was doing dishes yesterday and just watching YouTube clips of Rodney Dangerfield on the Johnny Carson show. That's fun. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's about 10% nightmarishly homophobic. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. But... Outside of that, <laughs> outside of sure. that, uh, it is pretty great. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Man knew how to sell a joke. Boombots. Dr. Vinny Boom. You know my doctor, Dr. Vinny Boombots. Mm. That's what he would say to Johnny Carson. That's good. Yeah, it was very funny. So we have not agreed. We are not in agreement as to whether or not you can crank it to this show. <laughs> no, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree. I guess so. Do you feel comfortable with that? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm taking your position. Don't crank it. Do send Jordan dick pics. All right. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, good. We found a nice common ground. Happy medium. Uh, I think we have a follow-up call to this laptop oh. call. Let's take a listen. This is Ben with a follow-up to my last message. The situation has developed further. Apparently, my girlfriend spent two hours putting flyers up all around the neighborhood, offering a reward for whoever returned the laptop, and I thoroughly plan on collecting on that reward. Get him, get him, get him. Yeah, hell yeah. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it to your whack-ass yeah. girlfriend. I, here's what I was hoping. This In my dream world, here's what the that, – because when you said, like, oh, we have a follow-up. Yeah. It's this guy who's like, yeah, and then I went out to get uh, my girlfriend's laptop chased away by geese. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I thought maybe the darkness would finally come into play. That would be – oh, yeah, right. And then, right. What was the darkness's hit song? All I can think of is their Christmas song. Oh yeah, and a Christmas song called "Christmas Time." Don't let the bells end. Oh. I'm I'm bell end meaning dong in England. I'm thinking of songs, and I think, but I think they're all Electric Six songs. Oh yeah. Um, anyway, Danger High Voltage. Danger. That was a fun high song. Voltage. Oh sure, yeah, very fun song. Yeah. Not gonna not gonna <laughs> say that that's not a fun song. Sure. I'm not here to try and convince America that Danger High Voltage by the Electric Six, the novelty. Who are primarily probably what you would call the novelty white stripes? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> are you tired of the, those deadpan serious white stripes? Yeah. Uh, if you have a momentous occasion to share with us, two zero six nine eight four four fun is the number to call. Two zero six nine eight four four F U N. We'll be back in just a second. On Jordan Jesse, go. 
Hello, are you looking for a new comedy podcast? In which case, can I draw your attention to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast? It's a fictional industry podcast for the beef and dairy industries. It won Best Comedy at the 2017 British Podcast Awards, and it features wonderful guests such as Greg Davis. To my knowledge, it's the only cow circus that's ever existed in this country. In rural Russia, every small town has a cow circus. Josie Long. You should have a beef. Have a beef with them. I have a beef with you. I will have a beef with you. Come round my house and I'll have a beef with you. And Andy Daly. That virus never existed. There was never any such thing as a mad cow disease. That was all a, a, an illusion that uh, Big Lamb came up with. That's the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts from. And I would recommend starting at episode one. Bye. La, 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 la. Hey, Helen Hong. Yes, J. Keith Van Stratton? What's the difference between a layover and a stopover? I have no idea. What's the difference between optimal and optimum? I have no idea. What's the difference between an actual conversation and a promo for our new show on Maximum Fun, Go Fact Yourself? Nobody has any idea. Go Fact Yourself, the game show with celebrity contestants, super smart experts, and answers to questions you've never even asked. Listen twice a month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And be in the audience for our tapings of Go Fact Yourself in downtown L.A. It's free. Go to GoFactYourPod.com for more info. We're having a very realistic conversation. Yes, we are. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Mort's Boy Detective. Aparna Nintralajal Queen. Aparna has, by the way, one of these, you know, Netflix is uh, putting out these uh, half hour specials. Mm -hmm. Aparna has one of these. You got to get on your Netflix and watch this. It's on the stand ups, is the name of the series. It's the name of the collection. Sure. Throw it in your queue and then watch it. Unlike that other stuff you put in your queue and didn't watch. You know why you should watch it, Jordan? Because she's the funniest. Yeah. Because she's like literally one of the funniest human beings in the world. That's true. You, you. The idea that you could be disappointed by watching that special is unfathomable to me. Whoa. Watch the special. The the delight <laughs> that lies ahead of you is indescribable. Yeah. If you have Netflix now, if you have Hulu, you're out of luck. Mm. Bad news for you. You cannot get that on Hulu. Even Hulu Plus. But if you're Ed Hay, if you're watching Hulu, why not check out some old episodes of The Twilight Zone? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, so I two plugs. Yeah, two I think plugs. they got news radio, too, now. Oh, nice. I think they stole news radio from Netflix. Yeah. Well, Netflix, I think, wants to have more original content, like yeah. a Parna on Charlotte's comedy special. It's true. You got it. You Apar- guys really sold it. Aparna. Yeah, well, you know. Aparna also might be the funniest tweeter. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say that. Yeah. Uh yeah, and corporates on Comedy Central. You're filming a new season. Well, yep, we're yeah. just about to start, but I think you can watch all of the first season on the web. 
Oh, now this is a sort of visual version of the internet. Exactly. That's amazing. You've probably used Gopher, Jordan. It's a lot like that. Sure. Well, I don't plan on switching anytime soon. Got it. Fair enough. So. I know. I know how much you love your Usenet news groups. Yeah, you'll you'll take my Usenet news groups when you pry them from my cold dead hands. Sure. I'm right in the middle of uh, an adult themed mud on a dial-up service that mm. I've been, a uh, message board that I, what a, what a bulletin board that I've been connecting with. That's fun. I found the phone number in the back of Computer Currents magazine. Excellent. Yeah, so mm. that's really fun for me. <laughs> uh, Aparna, what a joy it's been to have you on the program. Thank you for making the time uh, to do this with us in the middle of your uh, busy time here in Los Angeles as a uh, high-class transient. <laughs> Thank you. High-class transient. Uh, That's a good one. Daniel Baruella on the boards this week. Brian Sonny D. Fernandez is our producer. We wish him all the best in his new career doing something, anything else. Hard to say. Anything. Anything but producing this show. Mm -hmm. Fruitmonger. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Television greengrocer. International assassin. Any of those National things. Assassin. Any regional assassin. I'm a regional assassin. I focus on the research triangle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> you know, so if something goes down at Duke. Yeah, if you need somebody killed in the lower forty eight, you yeah. know who to call Brian Fernandez. Yeah, but I don't I don't do Hawaii. I'll go to the US Virgin Islands. <laughs> <laughs> right. Puerto Rico. Certain protectorates are on yeah. are are in place. Uh, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.